Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? TalkSTL.com Real Spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the war room of the O'Keefe Think Tank, this is Real Spoilers, episode 157, The Return of the Deep Fried... Did I get it wrong? No, you got it right. I got it right. You're giving me a face. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to... <laughs> didn't mean to affirm your... <laughs> I was just prepared for you to get it wrong, so. Apparently, yeah, so, but I didn't, so there... <laughs> 157, damn it. The return of deep fried tacos. Yeah. So uh, deep fried taco, if you're just tuning in, is uh, a movie that is bad, but that we like anyway. Dan coined the phrase deep fried taco. Credit where credit is That's true. That's true. I love me some Jack in the Box. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they're bad for you, but you still like them. Oh, God. They're yeah. so bad. <laughs> They're so good. And so uh, get a this, little, you know, buttermilk ranch with them. Yeah. So it's this is the cinematic equivalent of deep fried tacos. Now the important distinction that I that I, I sometimes have to specify when the guys are coming up with their deep fried tacos is that it can't be a movie that's like deliberately bad or winking at the camera. So it can't be like uh, I don't know the Green Lantern. No, I think that's a deliberate. That's, yeah, that's a bad. This is a bad movie. A but movie. like, what was that? Like yeah, Amazon Women on the Moon or something? Yeah, oh, Barbarella. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that was Barbarella was was a serious movie. Like uh-huh. they took that seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. somewhat. Oh. Yeah, somewhat. somewhat. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Planet yeah, yeah. from Outer Space. He totally yeah. 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 He did that seriously. Yeah. That's too. That's too easy. Yeah, that's his little hanging fruit. I would. I would. I would shoot that down for that. Would you? Yeah, Barbwire might be. Might be a deep barbed wire. Yeah. yeah, but you'd have to like that movie. I mean, it's got Pamela Anderson when she's in her prime, right? What's but... not to like about that? Prime, the is... acting and the... Yeah. oh yeah, right, the right, generous. <laughs> yeah, oh, she was. That was like, yeah, that was in the middle of Baywatch. Like she was looking at, she was looking her best at that moment. It was pre-hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> Something you're always looking for in a woman. That's you know. Yeah, and she's she's hepatitis clean now. Yeah. Or hepatitis free. I think she posed in the yeah, she, did she the pose last in the last Playboy, the last Playboy yeah. with nudity. Like that's the that's that's the one you want to end on. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's well, now it's a, it's non-nudity. Yeah, it's a, so it's like maxim. It's more like a maxim. Yeah, interesting. I wonder how that's gonna work. I don't know. Probably better than people buying nudie magazines. But here's the thing. Yeah, but if you here's say... A, here's the bummer about that, though, is that, like, it'll still have the stigma attached, so you're right. not, like, going to be sitting around the office reading or the doc, you know, at the doctor <laughs> yeah, right. reading your Playboy. <laughs> right. It's not you're 1970. Non-naked Playboy. I'm not and then, Norman Mailer. This isn't <laughs> yeah. 1971. And, pe- and not feel like a perv. Well, right. what's great? Well, what's great now is you just read your old Playboy. Yeah, you can read your... Yeah. And, and you're like, hey, it's, it's good. told you. You can read your back issue. Did you see that, like, at one point, Hugh Hefner offered Britney Spears... An ungodly amount of money to pose, and she was like, "No, I'm not going to do it." And then her career went in the toilet, and she's like, "Hey, um, yeah, you know that money?" And he was like, "Uh huh." She's like, "I'll do it." Now he's like, "I'm good." Yeah, like never mind. <laughs> like, we, got, don't, we don't. Just, got, it's not like it's one million per stretch mark. <laughs> right, I got twenty grand. You, I'll do it. I guess. I think somebody just bought the Playboy Mansion. I yeah. know it was up for sale. But he gets oh, really? to live there. there. Live there till he I, dies. I That's awesome. Ew. That is so weird. <laughs> like, As you're, if you're Hugh Hefner, it's just like I, uh, it's like yeah. a reverse mortgage. It's, right. like, <laughs> it's like the only stipulation is that it does come with well him. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like oh oh. It's such a weird. Okay, that is such a weird proposal, and I'm sure they have have to like do background checks or whatever but like you're living with strangers like these people buy this house and how do they know they're not going to just murder Hugh Hefner like it's because he's Hugh Hefner he's so old it doesn't like, matter I'm, I'm just saying like you're trusting people whoever can buy a mansion <laughs> to just live with some well, it's not like you're selling it to the yeah, Manson you, family that's true you wouldn't want someone untrustworthy yeah. in the Playboy mansion <laughs> how do we know how do, how do we know he's actually still alive and not just some robot <laughs> just, un, underneath that silk no, it's robe weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Yeah. it's weekend at Heffy's yeah and he's, he's been the like girls he's, are just carrying him around dead for like 15 <laughs> years he, he died in the grotto <laughs> well, there was a that's story. So, I remember reading a story so years ago about a uh, a man in France uh, who had no pants. Oh, and uh, he could do a dance. No. Yes, yeah. uh, but no, a man in France. You, I'm, in, who, I'm listening. <laughs> who uh, who made a deal like that with this old lady that she was like seventy, and that he would 
he had to he bought her house because it was like this really sought after property. It was like on the French Riviera or something. Yeah. And she was low on cash and but she got to live there until she died. And um and she was like seventy years old and she lived to be like a hundred and five. Oh, oh, guys like, son of a <laughs> damn it. Hi. She probably, she probably survived him and got I'm the just, house back yeah, and sold it right. again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making some toast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, I will bring in the mail. Can, <laughs> can you help me in the bathroom? No. <laughs> no. Room two three seven all over. <laughs> you know, I wonder if you know how like when you buy a house, maybe this is just a Missouri thing, but now you have to have that declaration as to whether or not they have ever made meth in your house um seriously yeah oh uh, yeah and so like you would think that the playboy mansion would have to have something like that <laughs> only that for, would be only for chlamydia yeah that would yeah. be like like a giant cesspool well like i oh. I, just, I think of like a massive book that you like they put down just like yeah. there's not enough <laughs> lie on the planet <laughs> yeah to purge that things place. you need to know in the front room that's not a rug it's <laughs> pubic hair <laughs> 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 We just left it. How, yeah. do you, how do you think they make the drapes? Right. <laughs> you know when they talk about the curtains match the drapes? <laughs> they yeah. match for a reason. That's how it is. Literally. <laughs> we mean it literally and figuratively. So on that note, we should probably go around the table and introduce <laughs> ourselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. So deep fried tacos. Mm. Uh, we all pick a bad movie, how I, but we I, like anyway. I'm the worst at remembering how we got onto tangents. How did we get to? I don't, I don't know. Are we going to start synopsizing <laughs> our own tat? We'll, have to do a, well, if somebody wants to create a Venn diagram to, to walk us through that, it would oh, be quite, man. quite epic. Oh, yeah. Pam Anderson, barbed wire, Pam Anderson, <laughs> Playboy Man, Playboy, last Playboy, reverse mortgages. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Nah. So, deep fried tacos. Who would like to go first? I, I'll go. Okay. Yeah. We will let Dan go first. Uh, okay. So, uh, and it was actually funny because I, um, when I uh, told mine to Tom, he was like, uh, he, he wondered. Well, actually, it was a different one. I had two. Uh, one was um, uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Great. Ah, all right. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's the same I, reaction I, I, I had. Yeah. I was like, I, I have to say, no, that's not a bad movie. I do yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the other one uh, is this one from 1988, Killers. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, you motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> is that yours? Uh, no, because oh, that okay. movie no, t- is terrifying. I wouldn't have yeah. let him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why oh, I have you guys send them to me, so there's no duplicate. So it is. And I will, I will, I will die defending this movie. Um, I, and I, this is a movie I, I just, I had people come over and watch because I'm like, it's so good. I've never seen like, it. It's oh good, my god, Dan. it's not good, but it. It's, I'm with you. But it, it, and, and and Tom did question. He goes, um, you know, is that is that a t- intentionally campy? And, and it is not. Uh, it's, uh, this is written, directed, and created by the Chiodi brothers, who are three brothers who are animators who um, really are best known for. Uh, animating the large marge sequence from mm-hmm. Peter's oh, okay. big adventure um and they had the chance to you know because of that they had a, enough uh steam Clout. yeah to to that you know this is uh, a movie that they wanted to do and they did not they were like no this is not camp they did not want it to be like a trauma movie they wanted it to be more of an homage to movies like the blob and, right and, and more of that that's why there's like an inspiration point in the movie but uh basically i mean the plot is um, yeah, it opens with a bunch of uh, kids making out because that's what kids do. That's what kids do. I guess in '88, and, uh, <laughs> and comet yeah. flies do by. Do kids not make out anymore? Yeah, is that an old and inspiration. It's point. all texting these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexting. Just they, sending, they text sending pictures other. of lips. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's back in emoticon of their penis. Yeah, inspiration <laughs> point is now known as Facebook. So, <laughs> but uh, back then, you had to like actually be with the person, and so uh, they're making out, and then a comet lands. The real reason teen pregnancy is declined <laughs> it has nothing yeah. to do with teen mom. No, uh, no. The kids not just, in the same yeah. place. They just rub one out on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, like, all right, we're good. Yeah. It's not worth the drive. Oh, yeah. well. I'm done. <laughs> Never mind. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll, talk, to you. I'll talk to you later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the comet lands, and uh, of course, our uh, our heroes uh, go to investigate, and it's uh, a big tent, you know, a big <laughs> weird kind of like uh, circus tent, and they go inside, and there are these mutant clowns. I am, I am actually definitely... Uh, I'm also I have an I, issue with clowns. I do as well, but I also had this poster but these hanging don't bother me because it, and I and I always try to explain. It's like like Cirque du Soleil clowns don't bother me. Like fancy clowns don't bother me. Snob. Well, you know, <laughs> like, like the ones with the ruffles around their neck don't bother well, me. Like, no, yeah, like that's just yeah. artsy. Yeah. What um, about one that's holding the decapitated head of an eight year old? 
Uh, yes. Okay. okay. Now, see, when you start, well, when you start uh, adding yeah. stuff yeah. to it, good <laughs> lord. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's the people who have it's it's the whole uncanny valley thing, right? Uh, it's like when it looks, it's a real person in clown makeup. That is horrifying. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like. Clowns I'm not in much general. on mannequins. I don't really like ventriloquist dummies and some cutscenes and 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 video games. I'm like, mm. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it, it, this is there's a, a a whole. It's like that scene in Zombieland. Man, if you ever had to go to Sears <laughs> yeah. with Jeff Dunham, oof, oh good lord, God. that would be bad. Yeah. Awful. Um, so, um, yeah, they go inside to investigate and, uh, there are, uh, these, uh, killer space clowns. Uh, they're real distorted looking and they're, uh, all of their gear is based around like things like they have cotton candy cocoons that they're, <laughs> uh, harvesting people in and they have, uh, guns that shoot popcorn that it's, are, yeah, it's anything cannibalistic popcorn. And, uh, <laughs> this, when, it when, is, they, when they rape you, confetti comes out. It is, of it, what? It, it does walk a fine line. Like most of it, <laughs> it's kind of like wacky. It's basically the clowns are, they land and they're just wanting to, uh, take everybody and make them food. Um, John Vernon, uh, uh Dean Wormer, okay. uh, and also from point, Blank, the Lee Marvin movie, yeah. and Big Bad Mama. You know, he was kind of a, he's the biggest name in this movie. And um, he uh, he's the, the town sheriff. And uh, he plays a very, like, they play, everybody in this movie plays it straight. Yeah. Some of the actors are not good. Right. <laughs> so while they're playing it straight, it's just like, uh, you struggle. But the clowns are amazing. And it is... Um, a, a movie that there are moments in this movie where it it goes from like kind of wacky, uh, just because they are you know giant, ten foot tall clowns to um, terrifying. There are a couple moments in this movie you're like that's just Creepsville, <laughs> yep. and and the demise of the sheriff is one where it's like it goes. I mean, it just goes so dark, and you're like, oh, this, this <laughs> stopped being funny. That is true. Yeah, and it, there's no there's no like through line where it's like okay we're just gonna we're kind of gonna be funny funny yeah. funny funny whoa yeah just and, it, and it suddenly it's like i mean because these clowns do kill uh so they live up you know there's no false advertising in this <laughs> i mean it, it's everything the movie promises to be there are clowns that are killers and they're from outer space <laughs> um i mean it, it is uh it's a movie that uh, keeps getting like re-released on like every platform so like it came out on dvd and it was like under the midnight movies banner right and it came out on blu-ray and you see it streaming every now and then and it's kind of lost to time and it is a movie that's hard to classify and i, I think even the studio struggles with it and the and uh the chiodi brothers have tried to relaunch it as a brand and they've tried to you know they were gonna uh, do a, a sequel and, uh, around 2007 and yeah Nothing really happened, but it, it it's it's unfortunate because I think it's it is automatically assumed that this is just like a wacky campy movie. Yeah, I thought is. it was intent like Attack of the Killed Tomatoes or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's a great like that's not a deep fried toggle. That's just yeah. Like it, they're like, eh, we just made up some stupid you know. They, right. They, they knew what they were doing. Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. I surf, yeah. surf ninjas. Yeah. No, like no, not, they these guys are all in on like and and the makeup is. Stellar. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's more uh, it's some pretty latex. The, the the so the mask building is is really a pretty ama- amazing. Unfortunately, the sets they weren't allowed. You can see where they aren't allowed to build sets, so they're kind of reminiscent of like uh, uh, the uh, old sixty six Batman, where yeah. it's like a soundstage with just some props. Yeah, you know, so it's mostly black, and there's ah. like a doorway. It's like. Yeah, so they the inside of the spaceship they just like would you could tell they just reconfigured like the sets <laughs> like uh, okay now I'll put the hallway over there put the door over there now and so they run through multiple sets and it's all gotcha. pretty much the same soundstage ah. but uh, no it's it's um, it's a movie that that's got some actual I wouldn't say scares teeth uh, yeah there's there's definitely some some darkness to it but they um, yeah it, it is it's worth checking out. Uh, I can't say that. No, I can't say it's, it's good. I, I, I sat in a room full of people, and I don't think I swayed anybody, but I was like, you guys are all wrong. This is a good movie. And I, I'll still say that. That is my, my, my top. That's movie. a good one. Where yeah. can you find this movie? Um, you you can now? actually. Uh, it is. I think it's available for for rent. It's not. It, it pops up on Netflix now and again. Yeah. It, it'll show up, and then it's gone. It's up, and it's gone. Um and but I think you can get it on Amazon. I, I think you can get it through iTunes. Um, it's not pricey. Unlike mine, that I could find nowhere. According yeah. to this, you can watch it on Prime Video if you have Amazon. Oh, there nice. you go. And uh, um, I think it's just built into your Prime subscription. So and so you can you get go. it on DVD for six fifty or Blu-ray for eighteen 
thirteen wow. on Amazon. I had the Blu-ray for like three bucks. <laughs> so you, you can also nice. find it in the bargain bin. Usually, usually. <laughs> um, and it it is actually it's one of those ones where I I uh, have watched it with the uh, director's commentary, and they're so into it. So that's that's what that the other way the I was better. like, no, these guys are actually they they were yeah. like, no, we don't want to make a campy movie. They were like, we're you know they're trying, right? And they they do kind of hit it a couple times in the movie uh, when they make the sheriff a human mannequin <laughs> is one where you're like, <laughs> that's <laughs> disgusting. Yep, and they don't even really show anything. It's just the fact that you know where the so. <laughs> so on Amazon, yeah, uh, they give you customers who viewed Killer Clowns. <laughs> I'm so glad. I was going to recommend that we do this. Also, yeah. there's like five star reviews. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, they also viewed Stephen King's It. Not shocking. Clown. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, scary until uh, just like the book. Scary the until second. the giant spider, and you're like, what? Yeah. And then there's uh, uh, a dying of laughter triple feature featuring Club Dread, Killer Clowns from Outer F- Space, and I don't know what else because the type it's too long because <laughs> it's a long title. Oh, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back. Uh, okay. That's a weird one. Yeah. Just yeah. go with the first one. What's well, a triple? Pack. They got to have something rounded out, I guess. But go with the first killer tomato. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably cost more money. Oh, than that's probably true. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, uh, but this is where um, I hmm, <laughs> hesitate if I should tell this to you. Go ahead. Customers who also viewed, and this is actually the first one. Yeah. The main suggestion is uh, Monster Squad. Yeah. Oh. So you can see it. Let me turn my computer around in case. Oh, this is incredible. (laughs) Dan has his own monster squad. It's about (laughs) effing time. And the way he described his viewings and trying to convince people. That's how I feel about monster squad. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Hey, look, man. Decker's awesome. Night of the Creeps is really good. Yep. So is Monster (laughs) Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Really, Night of the Creeps. He's working on something. He's he's working on something with somebody... Big, yeah. like they've working on like some TV show or something. I yeah. think. Well, there you go. Not just about the TV show. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we had I to end it. on a bad note for oh. you. That's, uh, that's yeah. ending, ending on an awesome well, note. I, half half the room disagrees. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's my issue with Monster oh, Squad. I'm, I'm with it. Is that I'm a universal guy at heart. Okay, and it still chafes me that they do such a shoddy job of the creature from the Black Lagoon. But they probably couldn't use the. Like, no, they, they didn't. Yeah, like, so they had to do something. Yeah, so it's like it's like it's no better than the groovy ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> and if you that actually that you look, look that one up, that 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 creature looks good. That's a good looking. Yeah, no nah, man, it's yeah. not it's not the the Rico Browning. It is not, but you could use that design. That's why they can't. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's the problem with the movie. I, I had the same issue with Van Helsing. I was like. Well, they, Did they have they a creature look, in Van Helsing? No, they had Frankenstein, which looked, like was a steampunk Frankenstein. I'm like, this movie yeah. sucks. That movie did suck. <laughs> That's a deep fried taco. Mm. So, if, someone, if someone chose to like it's not it, even yeah, a, right. it's not even a chimichanga. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, so, uh, it's not even a breakfast. Well, bag. then I guess let's segue into Joe. Yeah. What is your deep fried taco? Uh, so first I want to read some cast members from this movie. Uh-oh. That's how we do this. So we've got Joe Montana, mm-hmm. Michael Richards, all right, David Arquette, uh, you know, uh, Amy Long Kane. Uh, Ernie Hudson, who we all love from Ghostbusters, Judd Nelson, Michael McKean, uh, Chris Farley, Michael McKean, who was in Young Doctors in Love. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Steve Buscemi is in this movie. Brendan Fraser <laughs> in one of one of his better roles, and the curveball that nobody expects: Adam Sandler. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Airheads. From nineteen ninety three, Steve Buscemi, yeah. Brandon Fraser, yeah. Adam yeah. Sandler. Yeah, yeah. Air so <laughs> this is kind. Of, this yeah. is the flicks about uh, a band called the Lone Rangers. <laughs> I don't know how you pluralize right. the Lone Rangers. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> There's three of you, um, that's and they. The joke. That's the joke. <laughs> they uh, they they're a band. They're trying to make it. They can't make it. They they keep you know. Brandon Fraser tries to break into a record exec and give him a a reel to reel version of their demo. Uh, and it's just they break into a radio station. They take everybody hostage, and then hilarity ensues. And it's just like it, I think this movie for me hit right at the right time. Uh, I caught this on like Comedy Central when Comedy Central was in its infancy, kind of. Like, I used to rent this from the uh, grocery store on VHS. Yeah, I, mean, I thought yeah, it was yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in like uh, Pauly Shore movies, like Biodome, correct. This, uh, what's the son-in-law? Son-in-law. son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like this was part of that rotation yes, for me. But like I had caught it, and like I guess it's right at that time when 
uh, hair metal was on the way out and grunge is on the way in. So like yeah. the song that they use is it, like Brendan Fraser sings the song mm-hmm. and it was like on, it was my ringtone for a while, <laughs> but <laughs> like it wasn't found, like the real was, song was like, dee, 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 no, no, it was, uh, it was degenerated. To, I had, yeah. When I, I mean like, I mean at that my, time you were able to have a real, not in vocal. real time. Like he's saying years later when yeah. you could do it. Oh, like, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was thinking like the Nokia phones, phones where yeah. you could yeah. get right. like, 1993 when I had degenerated on my no like it was my it's been my ringtone when myspace allowed you to have like music on your profile degenerated was the song it's just it's like it hit right at the right time and (laughs) it's not good like it's not a good movie (laughs) like i keep thinking it's part of the snl i think in the lexion uh, pantheon of adam sandler movies it's like way at the top it's my favorite but it's not really an adam sandler (laughs) that's my but (laughs) But, like yeah he's not like he's funny in it like Mm -hmm. he's not playing an idiot like he plays the drummer uh, the mm-hmm. you know he's trying to he picks up on the receptionist, which is I was gonna say when they're when they're uh taking over the radio station, doesn't he like fall in love or he has yeah, a thing? Up, with, he hooks up with the like on uh, on Ian, Michael McKean's like fourteen hundred dollar couch. Yeah, he's like there's one stain on that couch, <laughs> but yeah, like Michael Richards is 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 the they're the so the the, the backside of the story is that he is they're trying to flip this radio station from like hard rock too easy listening mm-hmm. and michael mckean has like his hair back in a ponytail and he's got that stupid like Ugh, power yeah. pendant and yeah. like just yuppie he, like he, he yeah he plays that guy perfectly mm-hmm. uh joe montagna plays the old school he's great. Uh, rock dj who just want he just doesn't care anymore but then gets reinvigorated he plays johnny of, fever yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> johnny fever. gets reinvigorated by yeah. the lone rangers uh so yeah they're they kidnap everybody and they have a great scene where uh, the the joke is he writes this song, Degenerated, and, you know, his girlfriend, he has the typical uh, L.A. strip rocker girlfriend with, like, the big blonde hair, and she's like, you, I wrote, they're breaking up in the beginning of the movie, and she's like, I, you, I wrote this song for you, and she's like, you wrote that song before you even met me, and he's like, well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but like later in the movie, the joke comes back where she has like t- like they they lose their tape and they have to have like this crappy cassette tape and they bring it back and she is tossed out of the car. So when she has it, it's covered in like dog piss and it's been run over by cars. So the joke comes back and she's like, "You wrote that song for me." He's like, "I wrote that song before I even met you. Get out." <laughs> it's just it's so stupid and it doesn't make it like there's. The resolution is obviously exactly what happens. They get the record deal. They play live at San. None Quentin. of them are in trouble. None of them are. They do sit. They do yeah. three months for and kidnapping they- and assault with pepper <laughs> sauce. Uh, but they do like a big old rock concert in San Quentin, mm-hmm. and then like they, the Blues Brothers. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I was trying to remember like how it is. I was yeah. like, don't yeah. they play in they, jail? They, yeah, they yeah. play in San Quentin. Was Joe that, Walsh there? No, he was not. No. Uh, but that's the other thing is they have some insane cameos. So uh, White Zombie recorded a song specifically for this soundtrack um lemmy rest mm-hmm. in peace was in it and he's the like there's a big scene where they're all gathered at kppx and it turns out that brendan frazier was a big nerd in high school and he mm-hmm. played like you know he's in the school newspaper and lemmy is like out of nowhere he's like i wrote for the school newspaper and he's in the movie <laughs> like he's right there but it's weird you see him in the beginning as lemmy like in a picture and then he shows back up as this random guy who writes for the school newspaper. But yeah, like it's 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 uh it's a, it's a very '90s movie. Brendan Fra- it's one of Brendan Fraser's better roles. Yeah, uh, you know you've got like Encino. This Encino is the like main post- character. Yeah, he's Chaz. Yeah. I was just gonna say Encino Man was one of those in my rotation. Blast, yeah. you know? Blast from the past. Blast from the past I is good. It. Actually, I like that, the Mummy. I got, I think that first mummy, actually, yeah, the yeah. second mummy's pretty good too. I think it was more too. the pro- my issue with the mummy is Let that guess, it didn't look like the mummy from the Universal no, stuff. He's an Egyptian guy. <laughs> the movie is an Egyptian guy. He's not a mummy. He's like a mummy for five minutes, and then he's an Egyptian <laughs> That's guy. True. Yeah. Yeah. They, they should have called it Egyptian guy, <laughs> not the mummy. Oh, Egyptian guy. He's that has not a good ring yeah. to it. A mummy. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, the mummy. Oh, is. Nope. Never mind. He's, he's okay now. He's barely a mummy. Like, in yes. The, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's Ugh. it's it's definitely like if you like the Wayne's World or uh you know that kind of like early 90s I, I do think that it it has a lot of similarities to that early SNL uh cast going to movies like cuz Farley's in this as well. Yeah. Um it's it's great. Is he a police it. officer in this? Yeah. 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 He's the one who yeah. like tears the guy's nipple ring off. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I yeah, it's been a while since I've it's, seen this, this is, on VHS last, but this man. is I, and actually I looked everywhere. I can't I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. Um I ended up having it like I have a Blu-ray copy on the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, if you can find it, check it out. Like if you're if you're a kid that you know, I'm 33, so if you're of our age and you liked the like like I said, Wayne's World, Wayne's World Two, uh, check this out because it it fits right. It's a 90s in, rock movie. Yeah, it fits right into yeah. that. It's five dollars on DVD on do Amazon it. Prime. Like do it right now because it's twelve forty two on Blu-ray. That's what. I Ooh, did. there we go. That's what I did. I would I would I would happily pay twenty bucks for this movie. Like I don't even care. Like if they had like a, I'll write Amazon and have them charge you another <laughs> char- eight bucks. Charge me eight more bucks. <laughs> Seven dollars and fifty eight cents to be exact. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Tom. Well, I want my <laughs> cut. I want my commission for getting the sale. I mean, someone's got to pay for that, right? But it's it's yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Judd Nelson plays the douchiest of douchebags. Oh, he's like, like an exact record, record, record exec, exec, right? Jim, yeah. Jimmy Palpatine, yeah. Jimmy whatever his name is. Man, it's Jimmy Win. Jimmy Win. That's what yeah. it was. He's got like the douchebag. Uh, flavor flavor saver, like yeah, right there. there, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It's it's great. It's one of my it's one of my favorites. I'm trying to uh, he. I was trying to figure out what else this guy wrote. He uh, he collaborated on writing the feature film The Jerky Boys. Yeah, that's oh nice. wow, The Jerky Look Boys. At the, I think the, Jeez, I think he directed the same time. The director did. He's only done TV recently, but I think he oh, did man. that Josh Hartnett one where he couldn't have sex. Yeah. Like oh yeah, like forty, 40, 40, 40 days and forty nights. Like yeah. I think he directed that, and I think he directed and something else. This writer also wrote Triple uh, <clears throat> X, the Vin Diesel action movie. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. right. That was a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's coming back. So yeah, yeah, with Ice Cube as well. Great. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it's not gonna. Oh, it's gonna have both, both Vin them. Diesel yep. and Ice Cube. Yep. Okay. Well, you have two. So bad that's guys. You have. that's. And Tony Sex, Jaa that's and Jet Li. Sextex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, it, so it's... Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that's weird because if you watch, I think on the... X squared? Triple X squared? Triple X squared. If you watch, like, there's a special feature X, on X, the X, second X, one. X, 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 Where they kill Vin Diesel. They blow him up. Oh. Like, if or, on the on State of the Union, I think it was the... Because yeah, they couldn't the get Vin Diesel anymore, right. so well, they, they... Well, they were introducing ISQ, right. so, like, there's a scene... Like they filmed it, and he like goes into a like it's all shot from behind, so it's some it's a body double with like the tattoos, so you know it's Vin Diesel, right? So he goes into like a a, a brothel, and he goes to hook up with somebody, and they blow up the brothel, and like the only thing that comes out of the explosion is his piece of neck that has the tattoo on it, <laughs> so you know <laughs> that, that <happens>. he died. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they they it was smart that they left that as a deleted feature because they're did. like, yeah, I don't know if we want to kill off our like headline. It guy was like the either. alternate, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, we filmed it just in case, but that was just probably not a smart move. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Go check it out. All right, cool. So Kevin, you or me? I'll go. Okay. So the year was 1997. And, uh, you know, if you think of movies from 1997, you've got Titanic, one of the highest grossing films of all time. Goodwill Hunting. Put those boys on the map there. L.A. Confidential. Ooh, that's one of my favorites. Men in Black. There's some great movies. Uh, the Fifth Element. Also I mean, who great. doesn't love The Fifth yeah, Element, right? right? So when you think of all these great movies, surely among them is 1997's The Pest, starring John Leguizamo. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, do you guys remember is this? That, so wait, yeah. what year did Spawn come out? I don't know where and because he's in that was, too. It was yeah, close. He's, clown. Yeah, he's, he's uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, Dan, to even bring that up. Nah, he's is not that a scary clown. Or he has yeah, sharp he's, teeth and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he's, he's Mel Belgium. He doesn't look. Yeah, but he doesn't look like. Uh, no, he's not Mel Belgium. Doesn't just have makeup on. He's got all sorts of prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gross. It's cre- yeah, it's really gross. So this movie is you know one of those that I rented on VHS from the grocery store probably way too many times <laughs> but the thing with this movie is john leguizamo gives it his all he gives it 150 can i ask a question yeah about because i pulled it up on wikipedia so before i read you what wikipedia says <laughs> i just have a question <clears throat> yeah i've never seen the film is the fact that john leguizamo puerto rican is that a plot point in some capacity in the film this is not a trick question for you it's a trick question for wikipedia I mean, he has a family. I mean, you see his like his mom, but I mean, yeah. I mean, the actor's Puerto Rican, so I mean, oh, but, but I mean, is it a plot point in the within the film? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just because the description of the film it says comedian John Leguizamo plays a Puerto Rican con artist in Miami, Florida. I'm like, why are they specifying it, it is? And I'll get to okay, that because yeah, yeah. I'm like, because like if I would read the There's synopsis a, of the Sting, I don't think they would say <laughs> no, no, Paul no, 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 plays no. a white con no, no, artist. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Anglo-Saxon con artist. No, no, no. It, it, it plays. It, it makes. It's okay. A, it's a. It takes a very odd twist. He's a con artist, and it goes on with him. It introduces you to his friends and family, and him pulling cons and so. But so the thing about this is that. John Leguizamo gives this performance 150%. This is a John Leguizamo performance 
like you've never seen John Leguizamo. I mean, I know he's done a lot of serious stuff now. Um, but I mean, as far as like comedy, he does this thing where he plays a lot of different characters. So if you think it's kind of funny, I just saw this for the first time. You know how I like Ernest movies. That's another one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> and Ernest will dress up as different characters. They'll cut to him and he'll be a war general. Then he'll be a, a old grandma, you know, and he'll play these like characters. This movie is very reminiscent of that type of comedy where John Leguizamo, it's more related to his con artist stuff. But as a con artist, he actually dresses up as these different characters. Now, I mean, it's totally goofy zany i'm not saying this is like a serious like but it's a plot device for him to be these different these different characters yeah uh, dana carvey had a movie like that master Master of disguise Disguise. oh yeah yeah like this is a earlier version this came before that but yes it's that type of comedy where you where the character the main actor dresses up as lots of different characters does impressions that kind of thing so very similar and uh i mean i like i actually like this movie a lot better than that one because Uh, that one's awful yeah that one's can I read you the tagline from the poster? Absolutely. Please. Um, okay. It is... This is legit. This is on the poster. What kind of freakazoid would let someone hunt him just to collect $50,000? Next question. That is. That's some copy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, freak- that's, that's impressive. Freakazoid. Yeah. So, and, and the next question is actually you were still reading from the poster. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Oh. Okay. Next question. So, so anyway, so he's this con artist. So we're introduced to him. He's, you know, right away he's doing impressions. Like he talks to this, uh, this, his name is Pistario. His, his real name is Pistario, but they call him the pest. That's his nickname. And he's talking to this like uh priest and he's this Irish priest. And so he goes into his like best Irish impersonation. So you right off the bat, you see Jesus. that he's, you see that he's like going in and out of different characters and people think he, you know, is a different person than he actually is anyway it's just this really goofy performance but i mean i'm telling you this guy if you want to see john leguizamo just like going for it like <laughs> like like trying to hit two grand slams at one at bat like seriously i mean he gives his impressions these characters i mean he gives it 100 percent. so it's really fun the movie is goofy it's it's just a zany not great movie but it is so fun to watch him do this and i mean i watched it it's not like I watched this last in 1998. I mean, I watched this like a year ago. I'm not sure. I if watched it's still, mine last night. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix, but I watched it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't need to watch. I've seen this movie so many times. But, I didn't need to watch either. I just wanted to watch. Oh, it. I know. Well, uh, I wanted to watch your heads yeah. again. But like, I still wait. Think it's if the a, Blu-ray's on its way. How did you watch it? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Well, you, you still spent the money. So I did. It's yeah, okay. it's like it's on the way. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's got everybody's <laughs> everybody's favorite pedophile in the movie, Jeffrey Jones. So hey, oh. yeah, the your, your principal from yeah, yeah, yeah. He got arrested for wait a minute mo- multiple times. Yeah, from and Ferris Bueller. Went, and yeah. what's so yeah. weird is he still worked after that. He was yeah, on Deadwood. He did. Yeah, like, I didn't oh, that's that right. Guy. He is yeah, on Deadwood. Like, and he's like, how did this? Like, how is this guy still getting work? Seriously, I didn't realize that guy was a but Fatty Arbuckle couldn't get work. Right, right, and that's still debatable. What? No, I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like he. Oh, yeah. I know. He was acquitted. No, I mean Jeffrey Jones. I was like, it's like he's one of those ones that somehow, like, you should have told how me does that. that work? You should have told me that after my. <laughs> I, I, that just makes me feel weird now. Yeah. Well, so, not, what, so when did he first well, get? He's, yeah, he's not the get, hero. Picked up. Oh, for I know. Him. I would yeah. say like early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. So Deadwood. Oh no. I guess no. Deadwood, it was. Deadwood, it was definitely because I remember when he hey, popped he's up. Amadeo. He's a. Uh, it was a good actor. He's just yeah. a, a, a perv. He's still putting <laughs> he's in Beetlejuice, yeah. right? Is he the dad? Yeah. yeah he's the dad in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's an Amadeus. Yeah. Uh, and he's great. In Amadeus, I remember when he popped up in Deadwood. I was like, I remember looking it up. Like, did he get acquitted? Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, did he get? Like, why is he still getting work? It's kind of like what's the what's the director that's still Roman Polanski? Doesn't he still like putting out movies? Yeah, well, but not in America. Not, not in America. America. He never yeah. comes back. Like, yeah, even he's never he been back to It's America. so weird because they still nominate his stuff. Yeah, he's... Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. For last yeah. year yeah. or whatever, he if, got yeah, critical... If, 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 that's, you, if you rape a 13-year-old, that's that's a problem. But if you voted for Donald Trump, then they're, they're going to... They'll <laughs> did you see? You. Did you, so he... Uh, Ike, whatever his name is, from Marvel, donated a million dollars to whatever Trump's... Uh, some sort of Trump Like thing. a charity. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, like, the creators at Marvel are like... I'm done. 
But like, it's, it's a charity. It's for veterans. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I it mean, wasn't like, for but there, there's something else like that. Maybe it may not be for charity. Like that. Oh, he may well, the Irish should investigate yeah. Trump and do it that way. Right. But you know what I mean? But it's like, I mean, are we really gonna start? He raised like, a million dollars for like, veterans. Like, like that. Oh, well, that's, I, I'm, I'm not gonna support the same charities that you right, support. Right, I mean, right, are right. we really? Yeah. Do we really want to go down that there road? Are, yeah. yeah, but it's right. just interesting to see some of these creators. I'm like, you know, you guys, most of you are under contract. Yeah, I just there's a reason. This is what I hate about politics in this country. But like, like you know, oh, you like cute cats? Well, then I don't. Uh, like how cute dare cats. you? Right, you cute don't, cats are just, the worst. You don't have to be the opposite of whatever affiliation you're not a part you of. Know what, you know, I, you I just heard yeah. Donald Trump brushes his teeth. I'm going to stop. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That'll teach him. There's a, a great um, sort of diatribe by Mike Rowe um, about because somebody who had like lambasted him for being on like O'Reilly or something like that. Yeah, of course. And, he's, why and, wouldn't he be on and, O'Reilly? Well, and he was like because he's speaking about his his cause about uh, you know helping people oh. get to work. And I mean, it's a very long. It was I think it was on Facebook. It was it was pretty epic. And it's um, the sort of dismantling of that kind of yeah. attitude because it's like look. I separate from the politics. I have a message and I have a cause. And he has an audience. And he has an audience. Right, that was exactly right. it. Yeah. And he was on like, I was on this network and I was on this yeah, network. Pin Gillette has, has ran into the same problem. People are like, yeah. how can you be on O'Reilly and blah, or right. whatever? And he's just like, like, do you just want to be an echo chamber? Like, you know, he's like, if you, yeah, he's like, he's like, maybe somebody will watch that and be like, he's got a good point, or maybe somebody will watch that and be yeah. like, you know what? Because Pendulette's normally talking about atheism stuff, right? And he's like, maybe that person will be like, you know what? I don't agree, and I'm still going to go to church. But atheism, atheists aren't the dogs that I thought right. they were, right? Yeah, well, like, some you of know, them are. well, no, some of them are, <laughs> yeah, but. uh but still, you know, he's you know, he's like, why, like, what, why do we all of a sudden have like you have to turn your back on? Yeah, why does everything have to be so segregated? Right. Well, you that's, know? that's what I think. That's what some of the politicians yeah. want. Yeah, you it's know? ridiculous. So back to this movie, back to the past, <laughs> and we're going to ignore any <laughs> personal <laughs> lives. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but Lego's album, man. It's yeah, it's thirty dollars on DVD. Holy, yeah, I'm telling you, it's a winner. <laughs> That's me. I'm selling it. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so so this this story. You may have seen other stories. So like uh, obviously the whole con man thing. I mean that's a side note. That's his character. You know, and it is funny. All these characters. I mean, it's entertaining. But the real story is that uh, there is this millionaire who is hunting people, and so he's hunting a different. He's trying to hunt a person from every ethnicity. And so that's where the Puerto Rican con man comes gotcha. in. Okay. Um, th- then there's Wikipedia. He, you are forgiven. Yeah. That was a um, he's also he's being he's he's a con artist. So, you know, there's a lot of people angry with him. One of them is the Scottish mob. So they're like a parade and they run into him. Zany hijinks ensue. But, you know, in the background, the Scottish mob is chasing him during a couple of different scenes. But uh, he's pulling one of his cons and he I think he. I think this is the point where he's dressed up as a Chinese delivery boy and he delivers food to this rich guy who is played by what's the actor's Jeffrey name? Jones? Jeffrey Jones. Okay. Yeah. So so he's he's this millionaire that is the one hunting all these different ethnicities and he's got like his manservant guy that helps him, you know, it's like kind of his muscle. He's his like think of like a Bond villain with like a the nine year old boy. No, he's not like a nine-year-old boy. Um, I'm not saying it's like a big muscly guy, but anyway, he's his muscle, so to speak. And so he pulls up to the house and he's delivering them this Chinese food. And then the only race that he doesn't have left to hunt is Puerto Rican. And so he he sees past his con or whatever. Maybe he took the outfit off or something. And he's like, oh, hey, wait a minute. And so he basically, um, since Pest owes all this money to the Scottish mob that's coming after him and everything, he needs money. And so they get into the topic of, would you let us hunt you? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, why would I do that? And he's like, how about, how about 24 hours for $50,000? And then I think that's where that tagline on the poster comes from. And the Pest is like, oh, so this is actually based on a really, really old story. It's based on the most dangerous game. Yep. Oh. Uh, so you, that's probably, there's been a lot of things adapted Zodiac. from that. Zodiac has a, has a not, not adapted from that, but Zodiac yeah. has a big, like that's one of the. One of the things the, in it, yeah. And so, the cases is that yeah, there's a movie poster for the most dangerous yeah, game. Yeah, so this, yeah, and that, so this is a really famous short story uh, that was first published in Collier's book on January 19th, 1924. And it's about a big game hunter from New York who falls off a yacht. He swims to an island, uh, and then he's hunted by an aristocrat. It's there. actually the basis for Craven the Hunter. 
from Spider-Man. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's definitely, it's the same, exactly. Put him in a movie. Uh, <laughs> saying. That'd be great. Most notably, the movie version, the 1932 film, <clears throat> The Most Dangerous that's Game. The, yeah, it's the movie poster from Zodiac. And then there is a 1943 episode of CBS radio series Suspense starring Orson Welles. So they've adapted this weird, story. Like, of all the adaptations, you're going to take that story and kind of tilt it on its head and make it a comedy well, with John Lake Wazama. They just used that as like the premise, but yeah, it's a zany, it's a really goofy movie, but anyway, so they there's go- lots of comedies based around murder. That's true. You know? Yeah. yeah. Clue. That's, <laughs> that's good point. Another one of my 90s, uh, yeah, is that a 90s? repertoire. That's, that's, that's an 80s, 80s movie. Oh, oh okay. Late, I, it was either late, okay, late 80s, but yeah, that was, like was in my like... of 89, so that counts. Okay, that was that was in my like, you know, 90s VHS that's doing, a, that's though, a, that was, I'll tell you what. Love that movie. That movie, I when I worked at Blockbuster, couldn't keep it on the shelf. Yeah. Like, I, that movie was out all the time. I think I have it on DVD. I need yeah. it on Blu-ray if they that release it. I love the movie, yeah. That's great. Clue was 85. 85, okay. Wow, nice. Anyway, so they go to the island, and uh, he's in... He's. It's like... It's not really fair. I mean, obviously, the, the millionaire guy just wants to hunt him. It's like this excuse of, if you survive for 24 hours, I'll give you the cash. I mean... His plan is to kill Pest and not exactly make it fair. So he gives him like an orange vest and he gives him these like almost like tribal like these like gr- like a grass skirt kind of thing and like things on his arms and legs. I mean, he's just sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> so he's like, go, you know, and he's and, and so he has to survive uh, on this island for 24 hours. And so, you know, it's just it's just a goofball thing. A lot of silly situations, but it's just one of those movies that I've always found so entertaining. And again, if you watch it for Leguizamo's performance, it's just amazing how much he gives this movie. Like he does not, it's not a paycheck movie. And this is very young Leguizamo. This is almost, he's young, tw- he's oh. young and hungry. Yeah. It's yeah, a, it's a almost, paycheck yeah. movie. This, and like, no, I need a paycheck. A, yeah. Well, yeah, different kind of paycheck. <laughs> but movie. it's like, he's trying to he, make a career. He is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is 20 years ago. And since then, I mean, John Leguizamo has obviously been in a ton of movies. Well, he's he, given some great well, this performances. This is kind of like Jim Carrey and uh, the first Ace of Ventura. It, it is. It is. Oh, this movie, right on. This yeah. movie, I was going to say, if you were going to compare it, and I bet IMDb has to compare this one, the Ace Ventura and yeah. this movie have a very similar zany kind of... It's a good double feature. It, it would yeah. be. They're yeah. very similar. So, but, but yeah, 20 years ago, Leguizamo, you know, a much younger and, and lesser known actor, and uh, he does give it his all, so you got to give him credit for how... What did we just see him in? John Wick. Yeah, that's what it was. He's yeah, the garage he's, owner. Yeah. That's right. Okay. He's, he's, he is in a, a small part, but he was great. Yeah. He is getting a lot of work. Though. John Leguizamo, <laughs> he was just in... Um, he was just in Sisters. He played the like uh, douchebag high school like jock that wants to go to their party. Remember the <laughs> oh, he owns okay, the yeah. liquor store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sisters. That's right. Yeah. So John Leguizamo, seriously, he's getting a lot of work. He just pops up in these little yeah. characters everywhere. But you know, he's he's a he's a good actor. I think when when he's been in uh, the right roles, I mean, the guy can definitely act. So I just saw for the first. So I'm a, I like true crime. Uh, I think mm-hmm. true crime stories are great. I just watched some uh, Summer of Sam. Yeah, he's uh, in some. I was gonna say he's the, the main, he's the main character in that. Yeah. That's a weird movie yeah. in general. <laughs> Kill, yeah, Kill. <laughs> but Kill. Like, that's the talking dog. That's the, the talking yeah. dog. Yeah, but that's he's but he's he's great in it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a weird was, flick, but yeah. it's but he's that really was good. older. Is that, is that uh, Spike Lee? I think it is. Yes, yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, Jennifer Esposito and yeah. um, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. That's a similar time period though. That's that was one of his really early careers. Strange movie, but he's also he's taking it very. He's very good. Yeah. So I mean, he you know he can play a. You know, he can be in some bad movies. He can play really bad roles, whatever. But the dude's a good actor. And so this is something that you probably have not seen Leguizamo in a role like this either in a long time or ever. I mean, it's just such a different... It is like his Ace Ventura, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think it's worth checking out. I mean, again, not by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) Is it a great movie? But uh, I find it highly entertaining. So well, it is. Perfect it, deep fried time. It yeah. is available for streaming rental on Amazon. Oh, it's nice. It's probably available other places. Okay. But yeah, it is available there for three ninety nine, or you can buy it for twelve ninety nine. Oh, okay. digital. There you go. Digitally. Or you yeah. can actually own the DVD for, for 90 30 bucks. <laughs> for 30 <laughs> bucks. And would you like to know, customers who bought this item also bought? I would love to. Uh Encino Man, Biodome. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. In the Army Now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the, that's a bad one. The Pauly Shore one. Oh, yeah. Not, not the Martin and Lewis one. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, they also bought John Leguizamo's Freak. That's not shocking. Uh, and then, finally, the embarrassing one for you. They, uh, yeah. They also bought 
Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, I'll tell you, if there ever was a deep fried taco, I, I, that movie. I have... Okay, it is awful, but I do oh, share God. a weird nostalgia for that movie. So mine's Double Dragon. That movie. Oh, I love oh, Double that, Dragon, yeah. too. <laughs> Ugg. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's the Lee Brothers, Ugg and Home. Ugg and Home. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I love that movie, too. That's just... Isn't that the guy from Iron Chef America or whatever? Uh, it is. So Mark Iron, Dukakis, and then it's also the guy from party of five yeah yes mark dukakis also played eric draven on yeah. the short the one season crow stairway to heaven yeah uh oh, that's i remember that yeah. yeah he was also in a movie uh called only the strong where he was a uh like this was during it was like a kid friendly uh he is a oh it's some sort of martial art like it's, it's the dancing martial arts where and he's teaching a group of inner city kids to like make them not bad kids anymore oh. and then he ends up having to fight in the middle of like a junkyard because to, to prove how cool he is <laughs> i think uh, it was called only the strong that's yeah, a deep hold on that yeah. is a deep fried taco are you sure yes <laughs> <laughs> let me let me only the strong let me write that down okay. write that down down yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm almost, I think that's what it's called i think <laughs> I'm sure on Mark Dukakis's IMDb page, it's like The Crow, Super Mario, or Double Dragon, and Only the Strong. That's about, and Iron Chef America. And Iron, Iron Chef, Chef America. Come on. Yeah. I'm well, scared well, to Google well, Dukakis. Is he, is he the, the uh, chairman's yeah. cousin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, man. Le Pac de Loup. Yeah. I love, oh, he is in that. He's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's love right. That he's actually a, an accomplished martial artist. And he was also, he's also on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He is? Yep. Oh, he oh, is. I quit. I, I gave up on that. Yeah. Oh, he's on it. But that's why he was in Double Dragon, because he's a martial artist. Act, yeah. yeah. Actor. Yeah. He's a legit. Yeah. yeah. I love that Le Pac de Loop, though, man. That is that's a, a cool great flick, film. Yeah. Great film. That's up to you, buddy. Mine. Yeah, let's do oh, it. Okay. So, uh, my movie Taco is, time. Is, uh, <laughs> is from the 80s. Well, uh, I'm glad you got out of the 1950s. Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually am a little surprised. Yeah. But those are all good movies. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They weren't making you, bad these movies. These guys might have seen it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I doubt that they've seen it, but I'm sure they've heard of it. Uh, it's very famous. It's, it's uh, In fact, it's so famous, it's become shorthand uh, for, uh, well, for bad movies. And but Electric Boogaloo? They're wrong. And... Uh, <laughs> So my movie is Ishtar. Wow. Oh. Have you ever seen Ishtar? Yes. I've never this seen Ishtar. This is the Sean Ishtar. Connery one, right? No. 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 What's that one? That's Zardoz. Z- okay. Right. Okay. Ishtar is uh, it's directed uh, by by uh, Elaine May, and it stars Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman. And it is their homage to the, well, I guess I didn't get out of the 50s. <laughs> it's their homage to the Hope Crosby Road movies. Okay. And so, um, uh, and so, it's famous for being... For being a flop, yeah. To quote Gene Shalit, Ishtar is terrible. <laughs> that was his review, his yes. tagliner. Was this was this a big? So budget? I think that proves my point. Yes, and that's part of what killed this movie with yeah. the critics is because it its budget saying. ballooned to like fifty one million dollars, <clears throat> which a fifty million dollar comedy that's a lot for a Even comedy today. today. Yeah, that's true. But in nineteen eighty seven, like that was a lot. So. Elaine May is probably most famous for she was part of Nichols and May, but she was all she uh, had directed the original version of the Heartbreak Kid. But she always had a lot of studio. It's my m- favorite wrestler. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh dear. That's right. She always had a lot of studio meddling, and so Warren Beatty wanted to give her protection to make a movie how she wanted to make it, to where the studio would have to leave her alone. So oh, it worked out well, huh? So he, uh, so he felt. So she had done a lot of uncredited rewrites on the movie Reds, which okay. he won an Academy Award for. It was a huge hit for him. What and, happened to him? Did uh, he just retire? Yeah, he just kind of gave up. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. I liked him. Because um, he actually ended up making a movie that's a bigger bomb than Ishtar oh. called Town and Country. If actually, it was if like you, Dick Tracy. If you no, Dick Tracy was a hit. I like. I mean, it wasn't a, a great movie, but yeah, it was a hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bullworth. If you haven't seen Bullworth, Bullworth's Check fantastic. Bullworth is awesome. Um, yeah. So. Uh, he knew that he was an A-list actor and he was a hot property. And if he signed on to a movie she was directing, they would he could basically guarantee that she could make the movie she wanted to make. And so um, then he wanted to do it with Dustin Hoffman. And Dustin Hoffman wasn't keen on it. But when Dustin Hoffman found out Elaine May was involved, well, Elaine May had done a bunch of uncredited rewrites on Tootsie. Ah. And so he was like, okay, we'll go do this for Elaine May. And uh, they so they... 
they they play uh, a pair of aspiring songwriters that are delightfully awful. Um, yeah. Awful on purpose? Well, I mean, for the movie, it's on purpose, but within the context of the film, no, they're trying to be good, and okay. they suck. Okay. And all the songs are written by Paul Williams, who wrote uh what uh what did he write rainy days and mondays and he wrote the theme to the love yeah. boat and he wrote uh evergreen for barbara streisand he wrote uh, all the music for rainbow the connection yeah all he wrote yeah all that's the mu- what i know yeah he, yeah. he wrote yeah, all yeah, the music yeah. for okay. the muppet movie he wrote all the yeah. music please sing the song in kermit's voice joe he you know he, really he's you. he's the <laughs> creative force behind phantom of paradise yeah. which is a fantastic <laughs> movie oh. he was little Let's save that for volume three <laughs> he was little enos and Smokey and the bandit that's right oh okay all right uh, yeah um but yeah, he and he also wrote all the music for uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all, right. all right, very good. So, um, so he was tasked with writing deliberately bad songs. So he wrote songs like "Dangerous Business," which is it, 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 this movie opens with them trying to write the song "Dangerous Business," and so they're like falling in love is, and they're trying to come up with what <laughs> they don't even have an idea. They're just like falling in love is a bitter herb, and like it's really funny. <laughs> the songs are amazing because they're so bad. There's a scene where they're um uh, performing at a at like a 60th wedding anniversary for this really old couple, and they wrote a song just. They wrote a song on behalf of the husband for the wife, and it's called Leaving Some Love in My Will. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah. The songs are the songs make the movie because they're just so awful that they're hysterical. And but Elaine May was so like uh, like anal about it. Like she couldn't. She told Paul Williams, she's like. I, you need to write the whole song Even if we're only going to use like one line from the song You have to write an entire song oh. And so then Dustin Ho- Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty Had to stop down and learn all these songs So that they could then perform them So they could pull out one line and Just so, the auth- for authenticity yeah, like just, to make and, it and so-, case, so she had options in case she wanted to go that far right. you know? So it made, it made it way more expensive And then it, they actually They end up going to Ishtar and so they and they ended up actually shooting in Morocco, and well, that'll do it, which is expensive. Yeah. But but a lot of people don't realize is at the time, uh, Columbia Pictures was owned by Coca Cola, and the reason and so Columbia ordered them to sh- or Coke ordered them to shoot the film in in Morocco because this happened sometimes with big multinational corporations. They had money in Morocco that they could not repatriate. And so interesting. So it was gonna. It just was. It, they could only spend it in Morocco. So they were like, "Well, go shoot it there." And because we can't spend that money on anything else anyway, so part of the reason the budget got so big was because they deliberately shot somewhere that was more expensive, so they could spend money. It's like having a gift certificate. Yeah, like, like I, I wouldn't got, normally I burn go to, it anyway. Yeah, and so they, you know, so um, but Elaine May is notorious for shooting way too much footage. She shot. 108 hours of footage for this for this, for this film wow and she have uh, they That's she, a lot to edit down from well and she well and speaking of a lot to edit so they they had a lot of problems with she hired this really good uh cinematographer but they were fighting constantly because the cinematographer wanted to frame the shot the way it looked the best where she wanted to frame it for maximum comedic effect which were oftentimes at opposite yeah, what's the so, difference <clears throat> Lawrence of Arabia and an Adam Sandler movie yeah oh I see okay. you know so <laughs> right. it's like she's trying to like get to the punchline of the joke and he wants to make it look pretty well sometimes if a movie looks pretty it can't be funny right like because you're it's you too know, good right? yeah. Like this, right yeah and so so she's so they would so they ended up actually cutting two entirely different versions of the film one her way one his way whoa and in the meantime Warren Beatty's like what have I done <laughs> and, like, and like everything they touched in this movie just went to like there's a famous story that they were there's a the scene in the movie there's a crucial scene that involves around they get hooked up with a blind camel that's supposed okay. to take them through the desert so they're looking for a camel and so Elaine May decided that the camel needed to have blue eyes so the guy that's goes out really specific so the guy goes out to find a blue eyed camel first day finds a blue eyed camel and he's like I think I can find a better blue eyed camel so he keeps looking not realizing that blue eyed camels are very rare. And oh, so, so he found it the first day and then thought, oh, well. And thought, like, oh, well, this is easy. And then was like, I, I can find it. And then was like, okay, I'm going to circle back around and find. Oh, God, that this, one's not left. Find this blue-eyed camel. So he goes back to the guy, and he's like, uh, he's like, I want to get that blue-eyed camel. 
and he was like oh we I, we don't have it anymore and he's like well where'd it go and the guy's like we ate it <laughs> oh okay uh, yeah he's like so i can't get that camel then huh yeah so uh he's and like yeah, I, yeah you <laughs> buy the pound yeah you eat hamburger sausage how what do you want, want it? yeah and so uh so anyway so they, they it's just a notoriously kind of cursed did they ever shoot did they ever release both cuts like i don't think they did i think they've okay. only released there was a director's cut but apparently it was two minutes shorter really yeah which i'm like oh okay. that's weird yeah, yeah but i just bought i just bought the blu-ray myself oh nice it's available for 749 on blu-ray How come your movie? my movie was 12 bucks i don't know yeah. i guess because i got a worse movie yeah. <laughs> maybe well yeah. it, uh, you know and, and just reading this since it's released the film has gained uh, a cult following uh and there are a couple directors uh, both quentin tarantino and edgar wright are have stuck big, up for the film big fans for the, uh, the film and martin scorsese has said it's one of his favorite films of all time yeah interesting and like, those uh, are some big Big, yeah, big league yeah, guys a, too. Yeah. And Gary Larson has even apologized to the film. Oh, because of, <laughs> he had a he, there was Hell's a far video there store. was a far side strip that said oh. Hell's Video Store, and it was only stocked with Ishtar. <laughs> with Ishtar. I ain't <laughs> seen that one. Yeah. And he said, and he said uh, that he's like, I found myself on a plane, and it was showing Ishtar, and he's like, much to my horror, I found myself actually being entertained. <laughs> and he's like, is it the best movie ever? No. And he's like, but is it? Would it be the only store stocked in Hell's Video Store? He's like, no, it would not. And he's <laughs> like, yeah. he's like, I just picked it because it was famous for being bad. <laughs> Of course you do. Why wouldn't you like Xanadu? <laughs> but he's like, I just picked it because it was famous for being bad without having seen it. He's like, I owe this film an apology. That's he's pretty actually, good. It's actually a good movie. That's pretty it, good. It's, I mean, everything about it that has been negative is always it's because of the budget. Yeah, and, and Warren Beatty's even said that he's like, he's like, it was a real learning experience for me. He's like, because all these negative reviews, like they had done like three promotional screenings and they all went great. People were walking out of theater laughing. He's like, he's like, he wasn't ecstatic with the. With the hit But I remember him I think the quote I heard him say in an interview One time is he He thought they had made A sloppy hit Like it wasn't A great movie But that It worked Yeah It was funny And it worked And and part of the problem too Is Elaine May Has a very quirky Sense of humor And mm-hmm. she makes She's kind of the first person Maybe not the first But one of the first At the forefront of that The humor coming From awkward moments Yeah, yeah. Like there's a funny scene In the movie where Like uh, Dustin Hoffman Is trying to teach Warren Beatty How to say the word Schmuck because he keeps saying smuck <laughs> and uh, but like little things like that. And and this whole movie revolves around awkwardness because they're so bad. Right. That people, and right. Like it's it's and like him singing inappropriate songs to old people. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's there's just lots of, of things like that. But, in, you know, in an era post the office, that's yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Plays. Yeah, I mean, that's a very good plays point. A, Parks I think and Rec, the office. Yeah, it plays a lot comedy. better now. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Why do they have to go to the desert in this movie? Uh, they get caught up in like a CIA espionage type story, and like, and so they, you know, it's a they end up with a map they're not supposed to have. Yeah. It's 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 oh, very okay. like you know it's you know and it's it's just very kind of forced. But that's the point of the movie, you know, like that's what these movies are. It's putting the the wrong guys in weird situations, and then they have to contend with it. But Charles Grodin is in it, who was in the Heartbreak Kid, yeah, yeah. yeah and, he's uh, awesome, but. But like I said, the, the movie, it, it works a lot more than you would think, especially that, you know, it, I mean, it became so famous for being a flop that other flops were called like like Waterworld at one point was called Fishtar. <laughs> yes, like, it was. That's right. That's right. It's you clever. Know, yeah, it's clever. It's yeah, clever. I, I will give it give him that. But, but and that's the, another movie that was cursed because of uh, ballooning budget. That movie right. wasn't good. Like, there's no redeeming qualities of that movie. Waterworld. Though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. Boring, but it's, it's boring. Not, it's just not as terrible. What as, was the? What, what did he do after that? That was Postman. Post oh my god! Yeah. Dances, dances with mail. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they they, uh, they built that movie. They built an entire tank. Yeah. for that movie, like the, that's ridiculous for the budget. And then yeah. I think it's still assembled. You can still well, go visit it. Yeah, they tried to recruit a lot of it by moving it to some of it to Universal Studios <laughs> for like a, a water show because yeah. it was like we got to do something with this. <laughs> we built this tank. I don't but, like it's do just it. sitting there. They built it. and It's yeah. so big and a lot. They it spent so massive. much money. Yeah. They couldn't. So, like, you can. I'm not saying like it's a ride somewhere, but like you could, if you somehow yeah, could get there, you can right. go and it's you just. Can, you can drink your own well, urine. And, and also, <laughs> you know, um, you're shooting on water. I mean, Cameron would have said, yeah, I don't, that's a mistake. Don't, don't yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. But that was one of Jack Black's first movies, too. Which one? 
Waterworld? Waterworld. Waterworld. Yeah. Is he a kid in that, or is he like... No, a, he's like one of the bad guys on a jet ski or something. Right? All I can think of him is in the Jackal. Yeah. When he gets his arm blown off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but back to Ishtar. So it's, it's, the, it's, it's a much better movie than it gets credit yeah. for. It's a little sloppy. I will say the first half, I think, is better than the second half, but, but, uh, but the songs alone... Are yeah. worth it. A lot of them are on YouTube. If you want to go look them up, if you just type in like Ishtar songs, but uh, <laughs> there's a guy that's got a website dedicated to Ishtar, and uh, he's got a lot of them posted as MP3s too. Well, oh. it's funny because like this movie is, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, uh, like the Titanic. Titanic was, um, I mean, it was lambasted at, because of the ballooning budget yeah, and how, yeah. you know, how terrible and everything. And of course, it ended up being one of the biggest movies of all time and widely lo- widely loved. Um, the only thing different about this is that nobody saw this because <laughs> right. of that. Yeah, you everybody know? stayed away. That's what I'm wondering. Why? So, what was it that killed it? At crit, the I mean, I, it really was a critic. It's weird. Yeah, got, it was. So this it, came out in what year? Eighty-seven. So, so you got to figure critics were your life and lifeblood. Like, yeah. If, they, yeah. if they crapped on your movie, you were kind of done. Unless you're, unless you were like a Friday the Thirteenth or a sure. Night, and they were also they because their, you know, like they couldn't. The studio couldn't respond and like uh, you know now they could be like, well, pull it and then just do digital release or right, something like right. that. Yeah. And and I also because of the editing it missed its release date. It was supposed to come out in like Christmas of eighty six, and it got pushed, and and so that also put some stink on it. And you know, and then everybody yeah. got fixated like it was the most expensive comedy ever filmed at the time, and that was a ridiculous amount of money it's to a, spend on a comedy. Eighty six, eighty five. Yeah, and you don't normally think of comedies as being big. Like you think of comedies as being small and right. scrappy and cheap. Yeah. And when you spend a lot of money, it's hard to. You know, so so anyway, that was a uh, that was my deep fried yeah. so, I need to see it. I've never yeah. seen it. So yeah. So, uh, but uh, this wasn't a canon movie, was it? Uh, no, it was Columbia. Did you see that documentary? I did not. Oh, oh, oh is Electric it the, uh, Boogaloo? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. fantastic. If if you guys haven't Man, seen it, it is like you see, yeah. You talk about some tacos. There's holy some tacos. jeepers! There's one that I might save, like the American Ninja. Yeah. Is is what is American Ninja? American, me. So American, yeah. he is a. Uh, Look, he's an American ninja. Yeah, that, it, what more do you want to know? He works for the military, and there's like ninjas start attacking, but this guy has secret ninja skills. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it wow. was like it was it was in this weird point in the '80s where they were doing like uh, cyborg and uh, back at no missing in action and. Uh, Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. Superman Four. Yeah, yeah there's like Masters of the Universe and Superman Four were canon pictures. Like yeah. they had somehow they had gotten. Superman away from Warner Brothers yeah, somehow, it's weird. and then um, oh, yeah. Superman Four wasn't a Warner. It was not. No, it was no the Salkinds. Yeah, uh, the Salkinds did it. Globus, right? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Superman. Well, you know what? That that movie is such a mess. That fourth one. Yeah, yes. there's a reason. That is so yeah. crazy. My, my, my That's one Bizarro in it, or is that three? No, Bizarro's not in any of them. Yeah, this no, is the most well, nuclear, this is, nuclear, this is nuclear man. man. Yeah. Here's the thing. So there's a scene in Superman 4 where the, they need to get some of his DNA. You mean the yeah. hair The hair scene? The hair. So, <laughs> yeah. so there's like a, scene a, a giant like one-ton block hanging off of a strand yeah, yeah. of Superman's, Superman's hair. Yeah, right. They go in, and they just... John Cryer. John Cryer knocks it out, takes a pair of bolt cutters, cuts the hair. Cuts it's it. strong, but you can just cut <laughs> With it. With <yeah>. bolt cutters. <laughs> but Forget that it's a, a ton hanging off of that. He just goes, <laughs> snip. Yeah, yeah like, well, that's the one with John Cryer. John Cryer, like a punk looking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's he's he's Lex Luthor's like nephew. Movie's yeah. so bad, but that has the evil Superman in it. it yeah, Nuclear evil, Man. Yes, Nuclear. evil Superman. and Nuclear Man. Yeah, so yeah. They, well, no, Evil Superman was Superman three. Is that three? That's yeah, where they no, split him in half. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, this has got Nuclear Man, who kind of looks like Shadow Stevens. Well, know? he was like so. If you on that very, documentary, they got, say he got very frosted. Tips. They they brought in like just a model. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, he'll work." And his not an actor, and, and no. not his no. voice, not his voice. It's 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 Gene Hackman's voice. Yeah, dubbed over. Yeah. They they Gene Hackman <laughs> did all the dialogue because he's supposed to be the combination of Superman and Lex. Mm-hmm. So the Gene Hackman does all of the dialogue, and they redub his voice. Wow, and they they auto tune it a little bit to where yeah. it doesn't sound like it's Gene, weird. But it's Gene Hackman. It's absolutely Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah but oh. if you haven't seen. Uh, Electric Boogaloo, like the story of Canon Films. Like, yeah. if you want some deep fried tacos, there are some deep fried tacos so, in that. There's also some turds. There's also some <laughs> lots, lots, yeah, lots of turds. <laughs> yeah, but Turd yeah, they are taco. They That's what they should call that movie. <laughs> right. They jokingly say when they would get scripts, they're for uh, the two Chucks. Yeah. So there was one pile for Chuck Bronson, one child, yeah. one pile Chuck for Bronson Chuck Norris, Chuck, Chuck Norris, and then they would just figure it out from there. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what that was. They had yeah. a script for Superman Five. They had a script for Masters of the Universe Two. Yeah, and then they went under. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, that's all your deep fried tacos. 
And then some. And then some. And some bonus. A veritable uh, potpourri of tacos. Yes. Yeah. A cornucopia of tacos. Ooh, a tacocopia. Tacocopia. So, <laughs> so, uh, so next week, I guess, is probably what? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That's what I'm thinking. That seems Sweet. like the obvious choice yeah, for us. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I guess let's uh, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGraney67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. This is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you would like to continue the conversation online, perhaps you have a deep taco of your own you'd like to chime in yeah. with. We would love to hear them. So uh, Don't send us pictures of your deep tacos. You can send those to Creepy Joe. <laughs> no, don't send them to me. I don't want to see that crap. You can post them on our Facebook page at uh, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, you can also well like the page if you haven't done that yet. And then you could uh, share an episode or two or ten uh, with your friends and family. They will love you for it. And it's a great way to uh, help us expand our listener base, which makes it uh, easier for us to justify spending this much time away from our loved ones to do this. So, <laughs> so we appreciate that. You can join our League of Show Sharers. You can also stop by the iTunes, where you can rate and review and subscribe. All that stuff there helps us just as much as uh, sharing the show week to week. So we we really appreciate that stuff as well. So uh, I believe that's everything. Uh, coming up next week, we will do Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And until then, Lucky Dan is going to place not show. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.